Alrighty, Creed fam, Port fam. It's another review. It's another review of a loss. Just getting pretty fucking used to it at this point. Just gotta get negative for half an hour or so every time every week and just um and try to get my hopes up hopes up for the next week, even though in the back of my mind I feel like I'll be back right back here again. No, I will keep our hopes up for every game going forward, even if the uh even if reality is a whole lot different story to what our expectations are. Kind of like that five hundred days of summer thing where it's the side by side um, views of uh, what's-his-face is Joseph Gordon-Levin's character walking into the apartment building, thinking, one, you know, the expectation is the, the romantic night ahead and the reality is getting your ass kicked by Carlton. Not that we were kicked, our asses were kicked in the end, um, but uh, the reality was that our asses were kicked for a half and that, that half ultimately provided to be uh, just slightly too tall a mountain to overcome, even though we made a valiant effort at it and there were some positives to be taken from the game, but ultimately the negatives outweigh those positives in the sense of it just, it still comes with such a frustrating narrative of a slow start. Welcome to last year again, even though we obviously had a lot better season last year, but anyone who's listened to us regularly since I started doing this regularly. Um, the slow starts was an issue last year. Um, it continues to be this year, um, although the slow starts this year are also <laughs> met with um, you know lackluster finishes and no wins so far. But um, yeah, an incredibly terrible. Just a um, I said on the I said during the uh, my tweet immediately after the game. Sorry, um, was that an inspired? Second half was not quite enough to negate um, an insipid and um, utterly pathetic first half, and that's what it was, unfortunately. Um, there's no other way of putting it. Um, all the positives and the amount of fun that was had in that second half, which is the most fun football we've seen since probably the first half of the Geelong qualifying final last year, um, with the uh, the sudden, sudden more free-flowing offense and, and attacking and trying to scythe through the opposition rather than um, aimlessly kick around the back, and you know there was, but there was obviously need for it. So, um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it is, it is, we can we can look at all that and go, all right, there, there's there's some signs to what there's, um, we'll, and we'll talk about it in the, in the next uh, twenty minutes, half hour. Um, there are some signs in that second half as to what we can look to, look forward to going forward. Um, things that we can, things that we saw there that can work going forward. Um, but there's also signs in the, you know, that's all got to be taken with a grain of salt with the fact that Carlton were, were, had, a, had a 50, 49-point lead going into that half and maybe let themselves. They, they they had an issue. They probably have an issue in the past few years of letting teams get in a run of goals and not being able to close out matches. So that was one of their Achilles heels coming back to bite while we, you know, we both have our issues and they kind of conflated to create um, an incredibly close game in the end. Um, but while we can look at all those things, um, we have to, you know, take it with a pinch of salt as to how, you know, the opposition, um, even though Carlton are off to a lot better year, uh, start the year, um, how much of that was down to them just taking their foot off the pedal, um, when they shouldn't have, um, but how, or versus how much of that was actually us genuinely, um, having a crack, um, which we did, um, obviously you have to have a crack to, um, score that amount of goals in the run and, and certainly put the pressure on them, um. But yeah, they they still did go. They still did start the second half with a forty-nine point, you know, uh, over eight goal lead, um, which puts them in a relatively comfortable position. Um, so, yeah, a lot to think about, um, a lot to dissect with this game and how it went. Um, and ultimately, I'm not even sure um, what when you lose in such a heartbreaking fashion. What what would you prefer? Would, would it be better just to get absolutely continually continue to be blown out? Obviously not. 
um, a 90 point loss to Carlton would be not only embarrassing, whereas it's just a heartbreaking loss that actually, you know, there's some of the, you know, nuffies that would like to comment about Port, which they still will. Um, but it, it takes away a bit of the ammo if you only lose by three points to Carlton rather than 90. Because um, they are on pace to win by 90, you know, they up 25 points a quarter time, 49 points at half time, but they kept on scoring at the rate of knots they were. Um, it could have been a 90 plus point loss, um, but obviously. Um, we proved that we're a lot better team than a 90-point loss and actually a very, you know, and considering the we were playing away at the MCG and against the Carlton team, um, as I said in my preview, that we're looking to bounce back from a disappointing loss that, um, you know, everyone's trying to figure out where this Carlton team sits at the moment. Um, you know, it was a valiant fight back, but ultimately futile and um, valiant fight backs and, and heartbreaking losses and all those things um, aside, it's still a loss. It's still zero points instead of four and 0-5 on the season. So, yeah, with all that in mind, well, I guess we'll get into it. And, um, you know, before we get into the stats, um, I'll take a quick break here and then we'll just chat about the game as a whole, um, the flow of it and and just what it, what it exactly means in more and a little bit more depth. Uh, so this game, a tale of two halves if there ever was one. And I think I've actually... Fuck, I think I feel like I talked about this. Just me saying a tale of two halves just made me have a deja vu flashback to I'm sure this came on up at some point last year as well. Oh man. Um if Porter, um if anything, they're consistent consistent about their inconsistency. Um but yeah, it was uh, I I worked during this game so I was kinda of catching bits and pieces so I've watched um watch a condensed replay of it, which um, that's a mental illness in of itself to uh, to voluntarily sit through that again. Although, you know, they'd send the second half was a lot more exciting. But uh, again, you know what's coming and you're still watching a, a fucking replay. Um, anyway, a tale of two halves. The first half was, as I said before, insipid and, and quite pathetic. Um, and it, it beggars belief that we still have this issue um, of the slow starts and... And this is what is incredibly frustrating. I don't have answers for you, uh, dear listener, um, about why. I just have theories and and my ideas that it's continually... You know, when it's a player or two, I always say this, when it's a player or two, it's a player issue. When it's an entire club issue, it's it's coaching and players and coaching hand in hand. You know, players have to take some responsibility for like, why, why are we... What is, what is our preparation that's leading to this? But then when it's 22 that are having the same issue, it's also like, well, to me, that's a little bit more coaching. What is, why are we, why are we, whatever way we're starting games or setting up, it's just, we aren't going out with the same energy to, um, uh, the same, you know, gusto that Carlton were. I don't, I don't know what it is. But, um, and and it's even decision-making, it's and tepid is the word I was thinking when I was watching the replay again. It's just, um, just a timidity about a, you know, the the kick that, you know, Rosie, um, there was three different times where we tried to kick out of our defense and just, and we, we tried the little short chips or outside passes that just um, summed up just the, this tr- kind of, timid safety that we were trying to play with um, as the Carlton Assault was rolling on. And it's kind of endemic of what is the issue with the team often is just a lack of confidence in their own talents and abilities to be able to, you know, they're, they're trying to play 
I assume they're playing to to a, a structure and a game plan that is being coached. So again, that's my issue with the coaching is that I can't believe that this is all just players going rogue when they're constantly doing this. You have Rosie kick out in the full, which is just um, and that's partly player too. Again, it's lazy. It's a lazy kick because it wasn't a difficult. Kick. It was you know it was a you know it was a a, a, a stoppage position where he's kicking off from him. Um, I can't remember if it was a free kick or a mark, but either way, it's a, it's a stoppage that he's got a free shot at a kick, um, and he just blasts it well out of bounds in the full, really, um, with no... There was an Alir Alir one um, where he kicks in, it's not 15, it comes back in, that's a good... So the rosy one ended up in a goal again, comes back in board, there's a marker or whatever, his goal. The Alir Alir one that was not 15, um, that one ends up back inside, and I think that might have been one of the Jack Martins. Now, there was, there was, and there was another one, again... Where we kick out and um and just uh, timid kicks again that um end up in a pre- like and, and oh it was one where uh, I reckon it might have been Butters possibly he's trying he's run, he's running out of the defensive fifty and kicks um into the midfield and it's just a poor kick um but maybe just um poor structure in the middle of the field anyway and it and it's cut off and intercepted and a and kicked in board again and uh, I can't remember if it was Mackay but anyway there's three instances that I noticed in the first half. That we uh, just whatever it was, it was just like you know pulled kicks, um, not a complete confidence in what we were doing, and each one ended up in a cut and goal, you know. And it's just that kind of stuff sums it up for me, and that that's kind of summed up the you know there's a lot of other things going wrong. We just you know obviously weren't playing well, um, entering fifty again, and all those kind of things, all those issues that have been <laughs> hammered home in the past um, in the first month of the season, month and a bit of the season. Um, but yeah, it was it was those kind of things. As that we don't help ourselves when a, when a team is on a roll against us, we kind of decide to add to it. Um, in in these and there was some ill discipline with Jonas and I think Amon's copped a fine. I think for um, his little indiscretion as well. It was just a poor discipline and poor preparation, and we weren't um, and we just weren't at the races for the first half. And again, the, an issue that has been plagued us for uh, a couple of years now, really. Um, and again, I'm at a loss of, I'm at a loss to find the reason for that. But, um, yeah, it's shit. It's a, it's a fucking, it's a shit fucking sandwich dick. Um, so that was the first half. It was just, um, yeah, completely pathetic. And, and uh, at forty nine points down at halftime, you 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 would be forgiven for switching off or you know putting the cue in the rack or whatever. Um, again, like I said, I was at work, um, but I kept. I actually had more of an opportunity to keep an eye on it in the second half as work died down a bit. Um, so yeah, it was refreshing, you know, for all the. But this is um, what I was saying with the grain of salt thing. Um, we can be impressed with uh, that kind of start from Port. Um, or the start, sorry, that second half from Port, but um, that comes out of a position, you know, a uh, ne- point of necessity. I was reading, I can't remember what I was reading. I think as I finished Blood in the Garden, the book of the 90s next today, uh, I think it was in that, and it was just, I was talking about how a team that is, uh, you know, a team that's O2 down in a series. Will inevitably play play harder um, than a team that is two up in a series. It's just it becomes a desperation for the position that you're in that is subconscious, um, and it it is hard to rectify. It's hard to 
plan around, you can't really do much about it. It's just that you can't get the desperate, you can't get the level of desperation and play and and whatever out of the teams that are either even or um or a two or three games up. It's just that there's going to be a subconscious subconscious drop off, and it might not even be minuscule, and it won't won't be won't make a tangible difference as long as your overall skills as a team is enough. But there is a desperation that comes with being down. And we got a bit of that, and but then also we got a sign of the skill of our team. Because if we had the desperation but Carlton was still clearly better than us, then it wouldn't have been actually made a tangible difference. Maybe we would have got it back within yeah, four goals or something. Who knows? We would have had a crack, you know, kicked three goals, they would have kicked one. Um, it would have been something like that. But uh, we... We were clearly better um, for the, in that second half, um, and whether desperation was a part of the a bit, um, getting back into the game, but it was also um, the fact that we showed um, how highly skilled we were. Rosie got some more time in the middle, um, and Butters was Butters came into the game. Amon after having a terrible first half, you know, came into it a bit more, and everyone just did. Um, we kind of the forward line started to open up a little bit more. Uh, still, you know, there's some issues there, but. Um, you know, the I think it was in the first half, actually, that Marshall where he kind of was in the marking contest but then got his boot to the ball and got it to Georgiades. I think that was actually in the first half, so it's not really an example from the second half. But again, there was a little bit more um, from our forwards in those situations. Um, the guys like... But it's still invaluable um, veterans, guys like Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray just makes such a big difference still in that forward line. His ability... Um, and the one-on-ones, that one-on-one mark um, that got us within, was that the one that got us within two points? I think it was. Um, that mark he took one-on-one and um, just outside the square there. Just unreal. Um, you know, I've seen a few people comment about it on Twitter as well, just how good he is in one-on-one situations. Um, and our ability to get the ball into that situation and not be in a condensed marking contest as well. Or, you know, finding the one-on-ones, getting a little bit more space and a little bit more... Um, planning, I don't know if that was much it was just more the fact that we were um, right on top of them and had the ability to do that but um, you know Georgiades um, using his strength a little bit rather than just you know trying to use his leaping ability or whatever he used his strength and outmarked to get that goal that got us back within four points um, ultimately futile but um, still uh, you know there was so much to love about it um, Pal, Pal Pepper's having an incredible like a really quietly good season um, unfortunately I think he got the um, fans MVP or whatever on the website too um, and he's been consistently good this year consistently one of the best for me it'll be interesting to see um, where he ends up in the best and fairest for the club at the end of the year however because he's he, for me he's been going to be racking up some votes early this season um, kicking some big goals you know he's he's become you know he's had that ability at times he's you know he's, he, he certainly has his three goal games here and there but this year it seems to be consistently popping up with a few goals and I without going back over the first four games of the season to actually see how many but he just seems to be um both a lot more confident in the midfield um finding the the middle ground between uh using cuz you know he he used to try to use that brute force a bit too much um without actually backing in his skill, whereas he now seems to be trying to find the balance between his brute force and his, and also the the skill he does have. Um, so he's, you know, there's still a long way to go for me for Pal Pepper, but he's he's just certainly taken a little bit of a step towards consistency that we need to see from him for him to be a, um, you know, a real key part of the side. 
So, yeah, great game from him. Um, Ryan Burton in his 100th game couldn't have been better. He was popped up with a couple of massive goals, that big roost from outside or just on 50 for the second goal, and um, and the first goal was a pretty good one as well. Um, you know, a lot of great performers in that second half. Like I said, Rosie through midfield, Butters finds his way into the game. Um, and, again, some good midfield uh Minutes for Rosie and Butters is, uh, you know, um, we've got Wines coming back this week. We'll talk about, you know, this week's game later in the week, though. But, um, you know, there's signs in that midfield of that growth that we need. And these are the guys that desperately, we desperately need to take a step up. Um, so, yeah, uh, that second half was just full of so many signs um, of the side that we can be. Uh, who else do I need to make mention of? Um, Sam Hayes, you lost the hit out. We'll talk about the stats in a minute. But, um you know, also hit out battle, but I think it's some good tap work. Um, but, you know, and that's something that was very missing from um, Scott Lysett's work this year is his tap work. Um, kind of just some of those, some of the real good um, taps. I mean, the the opening the opening ruck contest between Hayes and Pitnett, um, it was a beautiful tap down to Willem Drew. Unfortunately, he just got caught holding the ball straight away and then the ball goes into the um, Carlton Ford 50 and they score within the first 30 seconds, and that's where the onslaught starts. But, you know, it was a good little bit. And, um, you know, it's his first AFL game. It was a tough battle, and he'll be the better for it. But um, I, I liked a little bit of his, work, his tap work, which is one of the strengths of his game that we've seen from the Sandful level um, coming into the into the AFL. So we'll see. He, he needs to grow a lot still, and a lot of his stuff he does around the ground, you know, certainly a lot needs to hone his rut craft, but it, it, it wasn't a... I was happy with his debut, um, considering the the lack of options we have. It was good to see. So, um, but otherwise, um, you know, probably a little bit, you know, a leer. Uh, we're not sure. I'm not, you know, unfortunately, I would think that maybe he's come back too soon. Maybe a week in the um, SANFL would have been better for a leer because he just didn't. He didn't have the same like. And this is the thing with injuries um, for players and such a pretty painful injury as well is that it's just not easy to come back in and play with the same confidence um you know Leah w- works on such an athleticism um an ability to battle one-on-one with both on with your feet on the ground as well as just strength and you could just see a little bit of it just a, you know it's not like he's been out for a year so the rust isn't quite what it would be for a player being out with an ACL but it's still like a few weeks out and coming back from a, a, might, a little bit of surgery and stuff it's just wasn't quite there for me for him um obviously we need him too so it's a little bit but maybe just a week in the SNFL might have been better just to get him right but then you know we almost won this game anyway so I mean he's clearly a presence and and opposition forwards are going to know they're in for a battle regardless of he's at 100% so I get it both ways you know it's just hindsight's um hindsight's always 2020 isn't it so um yeah look overall it's such a such a frustrating game um and like i said i don't know how much of what we did in that second half can be put down to just like i said there's a little bit of it is that Colton took their foot off the pedal and and probably too much to the point that we got a got a run on but it's a good it it takes a better team (laughs) like we're better than 0 5 and what we showed in that second half because a good team a, a bad team doesn't have a run like that against Carlton. Even you know it's Carlton, but the Carlton are better this year um, than they have been for a while. 
Um, and, they've, you know, Vossi's got them playing some decent footy and, and a little bit of steel in their side. So it takes a good team to come down from 49 points down and almost win the game. We held them to 16, I think, it was a 94. They were up 78 to... Um, you know, 78 to 29 at halftime. Um, and it ended up 94 to 90, 91. So we only let them score 16 points in the second half. Like, that's an unbelievable effort. Um, while we go on and, you know, score... Fuck the math is, you know, doing my head in now, but, you know, um, eight or nine goals, um, and eight goals on the bounce, I think, at one point as well. So, um, it's, uh, it takes a good team to do that. So, there, that's why I want to kind of end this part of talking about the game was, is that there was some really good signs and we can look at that, um, and be positive about it, but then we also have to, you know, you know, look at it 50-50 and go, well, the first half was also in an aberration and, and unforgivable. So and that's why we ultimately lost this game. And why we aren't one and four, we're all and five and, and we start and the games are that was a must win game as far as even you know, the sniff at the finals is really, really, really remote regardless of what the club wants to say right now. Um it's gonna take a record um equaling pace almost, you know, I know the the Owen six Sydney Swans made finals in twenty yeah, I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, was it 2017? It's a week. It was the year after they went to the grand final, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was 2017 because I think we beat them in the opening round of the uh, opening round of that season um, to start that 0-6 run. But you know, they they were a team that had played in a grand final the year before and were a lot better than that. And look, we played in a prelim final last year. We're a lot better than 0-5, but we are 0-5, and, and you kind of you know you've got to accept that and go. Well, you know, while we've gotten unlucky here and there with injuries and you, you still plenty of teams have dealt with injuries and and unluckiness and and the close losses and all that stuff they still end up grabbing one here and there because they're better than that so we while we can believe as much as we want that we're better than that and I do believe that the record still you know the ball don't lie and that's where we're at so the must win game started a couple of weeks ago and we still haven't got one yet um so there's not much more to say about it than that. Um, while a valiant second half effort brought a lot of fun back into the game that we really hadn't experienced as Port fans since, like I said, that um, I think that Geelong qualifying final was probably the last time we were this good for a period of time in a game because we were we were just dominant there for a, for a large period of the second half, like we were in the first half of that Geelong qualifying final, um, and we haven't had a run like that in a game this year yet. And like even you know the. You know, this showdown was probably... Um, we had a little bit of maybe a quarter against Brisbane. Um, and then the showdown was snippets of it, but we never we never put made it made it last. Whereas in this game, we had a consistent run of being better. But still ultimately a loss. So we need to need to figure out these starts. And um, it needs to come, come pretty soon because, you know, lowly West Coast is on the way. But uh, they, haven't, they haven't lost at Adelaide Oval yet. And, um, you know... They're not going to be. They they're going to be pretty keen to um, get kind of stave off some of the some of the writings about them as well at the moment. So yeah, we need to figure it out quick. Um, as much as that, and that second half gives us a lot to look at as to what we can do. But um, you know, the first half gives us a lot to a lot of questions to answer still as well. So anyway, we'll get to the stats in a sec. All right, the stats. It um, makes for interesting reading sometimes the stats um, game to game because, um, yeah, we, there's some games where we, we lose. 
we're um, well up on certain certain statistical indicators, but this one's it's, it's an interesting one because um, dispo- overall disposals for the match were um, you know Carlton had uh, forty eight more disposals for the match, um, which was mostly dominated by the handballing game um, kicks for the match. We actually outdid them in the kick kick um, metrics, so um, which was uh, fourteen kicks more than our, our season average, um, whereas Carlton were down. Um, they were well up in their handballs, and we were well below in our handballs, which maybe. <laughs> You know, I think that um, speaks to our second half more than anything. Just we had to go far more direct um, in in that in that second half, and we saw the rewards. So, you know, maybe something something to that. But um, inside fifties, uh, surprisingly, we were um, three below um, Carlton, fifty to forty-seven. But um, we made pretty good use of those inside fifties for once in that second half. Again, inside in that second half, though, very much not the case in the first half. Disposal efficiency was 76% for the match, so 4% up on our um, season average. And our efficiency inside 50 is a real good one, um, 55%, uh, 55.3% um, up on for the 45.7% season average for us. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, again, so much of that comes down to the second half, though. Um, we, you know, we just... That second half was a proof of kind of a proof of concept in a way of what can happen when we when we attack the game in a in a desperate sense. Um, but again, like I said before, in the in when I was just talking about the match in a more general thing, is that it's, we've got to caveat it with the fact that there was a desperation and a need, um, and and our backs are against the wall. There was no other choice than than to play the game the way we did there. So it would be interesting to see how um, a game would have played out if we'd gone a little bit had a little bit more. Um, you know, nuts on the table kind of play in the um, in the first half, but um, again, it's um, you know that's why the stats make such interesting reading because of the 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 um, you know you look at overall match stats for a game that's so Jekyll and Hyde as far as where how the two halves played out. Um, hitouts again, we were um, again well beaten as we have been most of the year. Um, I did say that Hayes was you know while not um, great, I thought it was just a a decent debut, um, but I didn't. Uh, admittedly, I wasn't. I probably watching a condensed replay after watching it in a bit part. I didn't. I haven't had the best look at his his game um, in a nice in isolation. Just a few highlights of his tap work was just what was impressive to me, um, as well as you know from what I know of his game already. So um, you know, and clearances again. We got we got beaten. Um, just little things like that. It's just the, the, it's those all those little things that we need to kind of clear up a little bit better and. Uh, and improving our game is, you know, we need to start getting our hands on the football more, um, and and hopefully the ruck work will improve. But then on top of that, it needs to, you know, the clear. We just need to start getting more more ball out of the stoppage. Um, and contested possessions were um we were down uh minus twenty five in contested possessions, um, uh, which is again that's a problem as well as like uh, we just need to be harder in the contest. Um. Whether again, um, it would be I I should have looked to see I don't know if I can get the half time stats versus um, full time stats post game. I would have been interested to see how what the discrepancy was at half time versus what it is now um, with the full time stats that I'm looking at. But uh, yeah, you can see there's there's some kind of things that are starting to come now that we're five weeks into the season. That as I do this every week, I'm just starting to notice. And you know, there was, there was some games earlier in the year that we were a bit better in the contest in the contest, but clearances and contest is a little bit. The last few weeks we've been a bit down on. Um, but uh, yeah, it's um, it, 
again, this game was such a weird one how, you know, we almost staged a historic comeback and all that stuff. So, um, again, like and marks inside 50, we took 14 marks inside 50, um, which is well up on our uh, um, season average. 121 marks for the match, uh, which is 50 more marks than, um, than Carlton, which is funny because I talked about uh, the Melbourne game last week and how there was a decent, we had took a, a shitload of marks, I think, um, but so many of those were in the kick, kick backwards because I think last week our marks for the game were, I think we took like almost 150 um, marks for the game, but only three of them were inside 50, so it was this wild discrepancy. Um, whereas we actually took 14 marks inside 50 this week, which is um, an incredible, there's 11 more than we did, like, like three marks inside 50 for an entire match last week, which is just incredibly insipid. But um, 14 this week is actually a marked improvement. Um, you know, <laughs> Carlton took 10 marks inside 50, and that's their season average, because they're averaging 10 a week. So um, we took more marks inside 50 than they did, considering their tall timber in the forward line, um, you know, the Coleman medalist and Charlie Kerno playing second fiddle. Um you know, with the inside 50 issues we're having, that's actually a good good improvement. Again, we didn't get a win, so, you know, it's caveated, as I said, but um, there is signs of improvement. Um, Robbie Gray helped, um, as well as just some, you know, some overall signs of improvement there. So still not going to get too crazy about it because the inside 50 issues are still, um, you know, there. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's um, there is some signs there to look at and... and, and try to find some some things we can work towards going forward I think out of this game which is you know it, it's there's no win you know when you when when the, when it's a loss in the end you know there's no wins in that sense you know we we it's a loss we can't take much more from it than that but um in the dissection of the game hopefully we can look at some things there that we did well um again caveated with the fact that it wasn't a des- a need a needs based done well because we had no other option but to throw the kitchen sink at trying to get back into this game but the fact that it worked is something to work towards going forward you know we thrown the kitchen sink at it and then we lost by 60 or 70 instead uh, and the and the result had continued to go the way it w- was then there'd be even more issues with the fact that we could come out after halftime throw the kitchen sink at a team that had just completely blown us off the park and almost staging a historic comeback that would have just absolutely decimated the Colton um, hope that um, that kind of began this season. That's something that, you know we can take something from that. Yes, it's a small victory. It's it's not a victory, and it's 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 you know some people that would be listening to me right now be going, well, you can, you know you just make you just try to find something. And it's like well, that's what all we can do. You know, you you've got to look at the results. Um, or well, not the results, and you've got to look at what was on the what was done in that second half, and go. Well, we've got to, you know, there's no point doing this and going. We might as well just, you know, pack the team away and and forfeit every game of the season if we're not going to try and take something from what we saw in that second half. So yeah, we can take take something from that second half, um, work towards some of those things that worked, and then and still we need to try to figure out the slow start thing. Whether it's, um, I don't know. Um, you know whether it's some psychological thing, just stay away from collective minds. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I just think it's something that's still psychologically there. Um, that is just the slow start thing is just inexplicable to me at this point. But um, yeah, I think, and maybe it's just as simple as I don't know. I really have no answers for it. I started off this podcast with saying I'm, I don't have any answers, and I'm going to finish it with saying that. So I don't know. Um, we've got to figure that out, and then and then take those things that we learnt in the second half and. And put it to work, and I think there's no better opportunity at home this week. 
Um, we'll talk about, I'll do a preview in a couple of days for the West Coast match, but this provides a golden opportunity for us to um, come up against a side that's in a similar position to us um, and try to take some of those learnings from the second half and, and put them into practice. So, yeah, ultimately um, a shit weekend again because we lost and it um, we're all in five, a position we've never been in. It's, it's unfortunate history that we keep making at the moment. Um, and it, and it needs to we need to arrest this slide quickly. Um, but uh, saying all that and um, all the negatives of of a loss again and all that stuff, they are there. But we, at least we can look at that second half and go. There are some things that worked and some things that we can look at and work on um, and find a way out of this. There was a lot of players that um, while they earlier in the game didn't give themselves too much. Um, it was quite embarrassing to be quite, to be frank. Um, the second half did showed some redeeming qualities and what the what the you know the quality of the side still does have despite all the injuries and all the bad luck and everything that started the season um that second half gave us a little glimpse as to the better things that can come from the side if we can just get get it all together so yeah it fucking sucks doing this every week with losses but um i'll keep doing them um and we'll keep trying to find our way through to the first win of the season and hopefully it's coming real soon um good signs there in the second half and I'm going to just try and be optimistic and and hope that we see um, that kind of performance put into a four-quarter effort this week. So, can the pair. Let's fucking um, get rid of this fucking Owen shit and, and fuck off with a, a big wow um, this weekend with a, a solid win. So, yeah, I'll be back with a review. Um, sorry, the review, the preview for West Coast in a couple of days. But this has been the review of another loss, but um, a weird one. <laughs> let's say that. Um, Count the pair. This is this is David out.